We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. A mini emergency pod. Emergency pod. I, I don't know. I just felt like giving you some Joe Castiglione to bless your timeline on a Tuesday Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. Kind of a mobile edition. Might sound a little different. We're about ready to hit the road with the OU women's basketball team. They're heading to Morgantown for a showdown with West Virginia tomorrow night. But tonight it's Oklahoma and Kansas. And it's the return of Top Dog. And to celebrate, we broke it down. The return, the why, the how, and the what's next with Sooner Athletic Director Joe Castiglione. Hey, uh, Josie, how are you, man? How has the last couple of weeks treated you? Busy? Oh, the normal. It's all good. Uh, you have uh, so many seasons that are uh, underway, some that are starting, a couple that are finishing. So this time of year is always really exciting as you kind of transition. It's all good. Do you have responsibilities tonight with a national championship game? Are you in New Orleans or are you back on campus? Uh, I'm actually um, still in New Orleans, but I'm coming back tonight, so I'm not going to be at the game. Ah. Um, but uh, we got done with our meetings, and because we're hosting Kansas tomorrow night, I'm coming back early. Now, speaking of that, hosting Kansas tomorrow night, we spent a lot of time talking with Drew and Jacob this past weekend, and uh, it's really been fun learning about Top Dog. What first kind of generated a thought in your mind, Joe, to bring back the popular mascot? When did it kind of click that, hey, this might be a fun thing to look at doing? Well, Chris, we really um, more had a variety of conversations related to continuing to build uh, greater attendance at basketball, more involvement, more visibility. And we put every single thing on the table. We didn't leave any stone unturned. And uh, obviously we, we thought historically, we thought uh, in a real creative, innovative way, some things that might even sound you know, ridiculously you know, out of the box. But just trying to think about ways that we can 
continually strengthen fan engagement. And so that's where where uh, the idea started coming. And trying to figure out how to make the connection. Obviously, we knew Top Dog was popular and people have asked us about it periodically each year. And we have brought Top Dog back a couple of times over the years. And uh, in this particular time, we decided to um, introduce it back here around the Kansas game, but also for Top Dog to have a presence the rest of the season, not just a one game here or there. Have you been surprised at all by the incredible feedback on this campaign? Uh, not in some ways, yes. Some ways, no. Um, I think this might be one of those cases where the absence made the heart grow fonder. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, people think we intentionally just took Top Dog away or whatever. You you can describe it any way you want, but that's the perceptions out there are all wrong. You know, we uh, started to try and create a singular mascot that could be um, engaging with fans at each and every game, not one for one sport and one for the other. And we had that at Oklahoma when I first got there. I mean, people forget we had three different colors of crimson in our football uniform when I first got there. I mean, these are, it's inexplicable how we got to where we were. Um, and so we were trying to uh, create and uh, by the way, we had several different logos. Some refer to that slanted OU as the disco OU. You know, there it was all this. We were going 20 different directions, and it was not healthy, and it was not going to be productive in the long run. So as part of that process, we tried to find a uh, costumed mascot that we could use for all of our sports. Top Dog being identified with basketball. Uh, people were just wanting it to stay with basketball. And we didn't want that. We, we would have been perfectly fine if Top Dog was uh, the mascot for all sports. In fact, through research surveys, focus groups, that idea was put out there. And to be candid, I was kind of surprised. It was uh, not high on the, on the uh, interest scale. They wanted to keep it for basketball, but nothing else. So that's how we evolved to basically having costume mascots of the of the live animals, Boomer and Sooner. It, it wasn't any kind of uh, devious uh, <laughs> plot to do away with Top Dog. It was just uh, how that that evolved or morphed into uh, the, the mascots we have today. And by the way, Boomer and Sooner aren't going away either. Yeah. So um, we're just trying to figure out a way to engage with fans. And I think what happened was, you know, once Top Dog wasn't around as much, people started missing it. Um, if, uh, I, I think that's just what happened. So, yeah, I think there's probably a lot of people that identify with Top Dog, certainly kids that were really, really little, including my own. Uh, the time Top Dog was here, they were all excited. You know, it's, so we'll see. We'll see how much it, it continues to resonate with the fans. Hopefully it's, uh, it's more than just an initial big hit. It's a long-term hit. Yeah. 
and it's and I'm glad that you brought that up just because in the end we we want to do what we can to help get people to the the arenas and the stadiums to support the teams and I just for all the I thought Kenny had a great mention about it. He said for all the people that are talking about uh, buying tickets, I'm, I'm I'm keeping receipts here. So that's what the, this is more than anything. We want to make the experience at the game exciting. Just we want to get you inside the arena because we know once you do, you're going to be hooked because these are fun brands of basketball that are being played by both the men's and women's hoops team. That's exactly right. That's the primary reason. I mean, we understand the importance of strengthening fan engagement. We understand people want more around the game day experience. I mean, look at all the different things we've tried over the years and some stick, some doesn't, but we're going to keep having great ideation groups come up with something that, that uh, works and maybe it works for a while and needs a refresh and you go on to something else. But in this particular case is what was the genesis for bringing back top dog and these teams you know, they literally deserve more support than they're getting. Let's just put it frankly. They do. And uh, it, we got to get more people into the stands. Having the students back is going to be great. Coach Kruger is, and Sherry Cole both have you know, gone out of their way to try to get out, see people, engage with fans themselves. All try to, you know, getting people to come and be there on a regular basis because we all know that – the atmosphere in the stands does have a significant positive impact on the way teams play. And we, uh, we just want to do everything we can to try to help fans get there as well as help fans be there for the, the teams themselves. That's uh, that's amazing stuff, and I hope fans appreciate it. Uh, Josie, I know you're busy, man. Enjoy the uh, rest of your trip. I hope all the meetings are wrapped up, and we can't wait to see you inside the LNC tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. It'll be it's a huge game. It's yeah. an absolutely huge game. This team, like you say, as long as, as well as the women's team, this this fun to watch. I mean, this is this is the kind of basketball people want to see and want to be part of. So hopefully we. We see everybody out there tomorrow night. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Sooner Sports Podcast. We'll have a full edition, fancy open, fancy outro. Remember, I uh, I had a complete and total computer meltdown at the Peach Bowl, which I'm still recovering from. But uh, we'll be back full force coming up on Friday. Hey, until then, have a great start to your week. Enjoy the return of Top Dog and Boomer Sooner, everybody.